He's here. <laughs> I'd be very cool. Alright. <laughs> oh my god! Baby! Baby! <laughs> Baby! <laughs> Come in! I'm so glad to see you! You look awesome! I'm not sure what to expect. Hey. David. Hey, hey, what's up, baby? Carl. What's happening? Oh, man. It's been years. Almost a decade, you know what I'm saying? Come and on, this man. is Tiger, Tiger David. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs>Welcome to Hollywood Deli. I'm your host, Blue. So let's talk about it. Seeking Brother Husband. Episode four, Welcome to the Brotherhood. So we get into it. It starts with Kenya. So King is embarrassing. It's really not even cute. It's, it's disgusting how this woman was so excited for some new penis in her life. Like, Tiger, what the fuck is you doing? So it starts off with Kenya and Tiger talking. And Kenya's saying how it's so exciting. Today's an exciting day. And Tiger's like, why is today exciting? What is so exciting about today? David is coming. So let's read the synopsis of the episode. Anyway. Kenya's ex wants to rekindle their relationship. Shara introduces her new boyfriend, Valentino, to Patrick. Mike's friends give him the third degree over his and her, his and Alicia's lifestyle. Kim goes on a date with Ryan and makes things worse with Vincent. So back to Kenya. Kenya is a trip. So Kenya's all excited about the new boyfriend. And Carl's is like, whatever. So I thought. So David comes through the door. <laughs> King is really, King is like running to the fucking door. <laughs> King is running to the door, grabs him by his neck, jumps all over him. David, baby, I'm so happy you're here. She's like super excited. And Tiger's like looking like, what the fuck? And Carl's just like, you know, hey, he's here, whatever. So he comes in, and it was weird because he gave them really embraced hugs. He hugged Carl first, then he hugged Tiger second. And it was surprising. It wasn't like the usual bro hug where they clap and, they, like, they just, like, pat on the shoulder, sort of. They, like, it was like a hug. Full body hug. So anyway, he sits down. She introduced him to her dumbass dog. They sit, and Kenya's like mouth watering, so excited. And she's like, "Look, I'm going to walk my dog, whatever his name is, and I'll let you guys talk." And then it cuts to Kenya saying, "Listen, they need to talk to him so he knows what they expect and what we don't play around here, pretty much." So they sit and talk. It's Carl, it's Tiger, and Dater, and Tiger. And Tiger sitting back, and Carl says, "He this is how you know he's first husband privileges right here. This is first husband, he, head husband speaking up. And he said, you know, we want to know what your intentions are because before it wasn't good. It was a tumultuous relationship. And the um, confessional is what um, Carl said. And they he wanted to know why, pretty much why the fuck are you back here? And Tiger you know, didn't chime in yet. Yeah, he waited. And then Carl said, you know, with you coming in, it's kind of a sensitive time. And then Tiger says, look, I'm in the middle of trying to get her to do a ceremony with me. Here he go with that fucking ceremony that Kenya doesn't want to do. 
He's like, I'm in the middle of wanting to do a ceremony, and she's on the fence about that, and I'm trying to figure out why, why she doesn't want to solidify our relationship as that we're life partners. And then, you know, David hears everything, and he said, look, I'm not looking for any tension. I'm not looking to mess anything up. I'm just trying to add to everything that you got going on. And so at the end of it, they felt like it was genuine, but it was the first time I felt like Carl was being territorial. Like he wasn't sure if he wanted David to come in. And you know why I think it is? Because Carl knows that David is the one that she loves. Like she don't love Carl. Her and Carl's relationship is based on whatever parameters they got around it, but it's not true love. True love, they wouldn't even invited these men in. I believe David is the one for Kenya, and I believe they, that's why Kenya was so excited and like tripping over her feet to get to it. <laughs> so, so then it cuts to, uh, I believe it was the the most boring story that I don't even care for. Um, Ryan, I'm sorry, not Ryan, Kim and Ryan going on a date. And it's like, girl, what do you want with this old-ass hippie? So she's all, like, feeling him. It's a whole cringeworthy conversation, jokes. And then she's, like, really feeling a connection to him. Whatever. She's just excited that some dummy is willing to accept her lifestyle. And then it goes to her meeting up with Vincent. Vincent and she is uh, doing miniature golf. And Kim's being her extra self. Then they finally sit down and talk about the whole orgy meeting they had last episode and Vincent felt like she didn't present a welcoming environment she wasn't really making him feel welcomed in the group she was more focused on finding the next penis that she was going to get on and she had the arrogance that she usually has and says well it's not my responsibility to make him feel comfortable like I can't have him all the way all on my hip I understand his feelings but I was trying to socialize and so Vincent is just not okay with her dating other men. And it's like, Vincent, then what are what are we here for? Are they're both here for t- two stupid reasons? She's trying to convince him to accept her lifestyle that she's gonna be a hoe. I'm sorry, except that she's gonna have more partners. And he's trying to convince her that she don't need no more partners. You just need me and Dustin. And she doesn't want a limited, they call it limited love when you're committed in a monogamous relationship, which I think is ridiculous. So pretty much they didn't meet any headway and they're not in agreement. So it's like, Kim, just let Vincent go. And Vincent, just let Kim go. Stop trying to convince each other. It's like they're in the middle of a, we're watching a tug of war of them trying to convince each other to do what they want each other to do. It's ridiculous. I guess the sex must be that good. Cause like, I mean, Vincent, she's a basic looking chick. Like she's, nothing to brag about or go home to mom raving about I digress anyway so then it cuts to my second favorite group (laughs) Michael well Mike and Lisa so they were trying to talk about in their huddle about how they are going to present their relationship to their his mother because everybody knows and even his friends know that this is Elisa's ideal. He tries to convince the friends that this was his ideal based on her cheating. And he thought that it was best for the relationship that it be open so that she don't have to cheat. And that if he's aware of it, it's okay. 
And they read right through it and said, this is this bullshit. This is all shit that is predicated on her desires and him going along with shit. Because I know he's a pushover. And the mom knows he's a pushover too. So they meet up with the mom. And the mom listens to her talking. And Alicia gets emotional about how she felt a strong connection for another man in front of his mother and her mom. And the mom just sat there stone faced like, bitch, you really gonna you really gonna do this in front of me? And she listens to all the buffoonery of Elisa and, and Mike saying how they opened up the relationship and was based on because she cheated. And the mom had a valid fucking question. Would you choose this lifestyle if no, let me scratch that. She after she heard all the BS, she said, Look. Elisa, nobody's going for the bullshit. This is just an excuse for you to cheat. And my son is just going along with it. I, he's, she's like, I know you love her. And in the confessional, she said, I don't think this is the right woman for my son. And we don't, we, we agree. Get rid of this cheating ass bitch. Michael, you are, a, uh, I think, a chemical engineer. You make decent money. Oh, any woman would have you. You don't got to put up with this. So his, the mom is just like, at the end of all the bullshit, says would you even put up with this shit if it wasn't for her cheating would this even be a conversation had she not cheated on you so they they had a blank stare and her mom started getting teary-eyed um alicia's mom and because she knows that her daughter's fucking up i think and so then it cuts to patrick so then patrick and I'm sorry, not cuts to Patrick. Cuts to Shara and Valentino, her new boyfriend. And Shara goes on a date, and Valentino did something different and weird. He took her to a photo shoot as their first date. And she thought it was creative, but she was taken aback. They look cute in the pictures. So then Valentino met Patrick, which is Shara's husband. They were shooting some pool. And, you know, Patrick was filling him out and asked him, how do you feel about her being married? And he said, at first I wasn't okay with it, but now I'm okay with it. And then the conversation of the baby came up, the surrogacy, because Patrick wants nothing to do with it. And I'm trying to find Patrick's angle with this whole situation. Not sure. He just don't want any responsibilities in regards to Char emotionally, it sounds like, or financially, because he does not want to have that baby on his taxes. <laughs> so then Valentino says that, well, Valentino had a silent pause. And then with the pause, here comes Shara coming in. Well, you say right now you don't want children and you're focused on your career, blah, 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 blah. And he pretty much said, you know, that um, he's not really ready to be a father. And he can't be responsible for a child and focus on his career right now and Patrick I was surprised he was like really pushing he was like so you can't do do both you can't juggle that and work and I'm like Patrick you can't even juggle Char's needs and work how the fuck you gonna come at this guy about this so anyway you know Patrick liked Valentino he said he thought he was a better fit than the other guy I forgot what the other guy's name is Noble he was like, no, he's like, um, he seems more serious about Shar and really a listener and is present, pretty much, he said. So then it cuts back to Mike's mom. 
I skipped ahead a little bit. I'm sorry. She asked, you know, would you be accepting of this lifestyle if she didn't cheat? There was a pause. Uh, Alicia's mom was looking like she was about to cry. And then for some weird reason, the conversation went to my girl, Kenya. Kenya and Tyga talking about David and how is he just going to come in here and say, I'm the husband number three. And then it paused. It was weird, the cutoff, because we're getting close to the end of the episode. And then it went right back to Alicia and Michael. And for some real reason, it get it went back to the mom's question. There was a pause. And then there was a snippet of Michael saying, children are 100% out of the question. And then Alicia said, no. And then it ended. It was weird. So here's my thing. Michael, if you don't want to have children with this woman, what are you being with this woman for? What are we doing here? Why are we even playing this game? Your mom doesn't think that this woman is a fit for you. You clearly um, agree with this, with your mother's uh, thoughts because you don't even want to have children with her. And I don't, I agree that y'all shouldn't bring children in this fucking orgy that you're creating of an, an environment. It's just messy. And I see Alicia and Mike getting a divorce, a divorce for one. Mike is way in way over his head. He's trying to convince everybody that this bullshit was his part, partly his ideal because for whatever reason, but he, I mean, he's telling us the truth. He only thought of this shit because the bitch cheated on him and he's trying to save face. And the friend called him out. The friend was like, look, are you doing this shit because you don't want to accept failure? and be alone, and I'm like, and agree with him, I think that's exactly why he's doing this shit, he don't want this woman, and I think in due time, he will figure out that he doesn't want this woman, and in regards to Kenya, and um, to Carl, and Tiger, I don't think that Tiger's ever going to be okay with David coming along, and what I see happening is, Carl is going to side with Tiger, and they're going to boot David out, uh, Carl, I don't think Carl is comfortable with David coming along because I think Carl is not sure about his intentions, David, because of how he abruptly broke up with Kenya. And that he's all about consistency, and Tiger is that consistent. In regards to Ryan and Vincent, I wish I would just stop this tug of war bullshit. Girl, move on. Dude, move on. Anyway, make sure you like, subscribe, make sure you leave five star rating, and y'all have a good night.